How did I prepare to go self-employed? Welcome back to the Mortgage Broker Broadcast. I'm Craig Skelton, and this week's podcast answers the question, how did I prepare to go self-employed? Going self-employed is a common end goal for a lot of mortgage brokers. I followed that route myself. I went from the banking world into estate agency mortgage broking, and then ultimately going self-employed. However, it's an easy decision to put off. There's always reasons why you shouldn't be going self-employed. It could be timing, it could be income, it could be clients. And we're going to cover those three topics today on this podcast. Going self-employed for me was always about preparation. Yes, I had the mindset. Yes, I had the drive, the persistence and the motivation, which is all important. However, preparation is the key. So the first thing is your income. Moving from the stability of a guaranteed income month in, month out can seem daunting. You've got a mortgage, you've got commitments, you've got bills to pay. Also, partners can be an influence on the decision as well, as they too could be concerned about the what if. And you take on all that responsibility. And there's two things to look at when it comes to income. Quick wins and money in the bank. So let's look, first of all, look at quick wins. So what are the quick wins when you become a self-employed mortgage broker? Well, look at your broker fee first of all. Charge your broker fee on application rather than completion. What about protection policies? Getting those protection policies on risk immediately. If the client's got a need and a shortfall, there's no reason why you can't get those protection policies in place as soon as possible. Also, product transfers as well, they're quick wins in order to generate income fairly quickly when you've gone self-employed. It's all instant income. So that's the quick wins. What about money in the bank? Well, when I went self-employed, I looked at a monthly figure, so a monthly commitment. So what was my mortgage? What was my bills? What did I have to pay? What had I got to pay every single month? And I mean had to pay. I'm not talking about living a lifestyle. I'm talking about existing. What do you have to pay every single month? So get that figure, wherever that figure is, and then times that by six, which means that then whatever happens when you go self-employed as a mortgage broker, you will be able to pay bills, able to pay commitments for the first six months. So what I did is I got that figure, times it by six, got six months of income, six months of monthly commitments that I had to pay. I then knew that whatever happened, I could pay my bills. I knew that I could give self-employment, going self-employed, a real great shot given that I didn't have the income pressures for the first six months. And yes, six months is the worst case scenario, because like I've just said there, there are quick wins to in, in order to generate income, but I always look at worst case scenario, and that for me was worst case scenario. So once I had that figure in my bank, in my savings account, I knew that income was no longer an excuse about going self-employed. It was no longer a barrier about doing what I wanted to do. So that's looked at your income. Let's now look at the clients. So where do your clients come from? So the question to ask is, if you're an experienced broker, an experienced mortgage broker, do you have existing clients? I know that if you are employed as a mortgage broker, the clients belong to your employer. 
they're not yours. You've signed a contract to state that you understand that and the client belongs to your employer, not you. They will also remind you of that fact when you do hand your notice in. They'll remind you of the fact that they are their clients, they're not yours. You'll get legal letters from their legal team, their legal solicitors, stating that fact as well. I get that they need to protect their clients. However, what they cannot stop is that client finding you. Clients have freedom of choice. They can choose who they want to deal with. They can choose who they want their mortgage broker to be. And if you did a good job from the start and they can find you, they will reach out to you and ensure that you then do their mortgage. So a question to ask yourself is, if you've been broken for a while and you've got clients that you've been dealing with during your employed time, can those clients now find out? Can those clients find out about you? Can those clients reach out to you now that you're a self-employed mortgage broker? Did you do a great job the first time so they remember you? No, you can't proactively reach out to those clients. That's a breach of your contract. You can't poach, you can't entice them away from working with your past employer. You can't do that. However, what they can do is they can choose to find you and they can choose to deal with you. You can generate your own clients too. And there are specialists out there that will help you generate your clients, help you with your website, social media, all those sorts of things about generating your own clients. You can look at the community stuff. So there are lots of different ways to generate new clients. And we're not going to talk about that the podcast today is looking at making sure that you existing clients that are owned by your past employer that are not technically yours they know where to find you when they need the mortgage, the remortgage or the protection needs. So they've got freedom to choose you and still deal with you if that's what they want to do. So we've covered income, we've covered clients. So the last thing to look at is timing. And let me be clear with timing, we can always put off doing something. Everybody can, whatever the decision is, whatever the decision has to be made, you can always give a million reasons why you shouldn't be making that decision. You can always put it off. You're like, oh, I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it next month. I'm going to do it when this, or I'm going to do it when this has happened or when that's happened. I've heard it before. I've seen it before with plenty of talented mortgage brokers who put off making the decision because they feel the time is not right. They put off that decision of going employed to self-employed because they're using the excuse of timing. And I just want to put it out there that there is no perfect time to go self-employed as a mortgage broker. Yes, you can prepare. Yes, you can get everything set up and you still might find an excuse not to do it. People do. But I just feel that if you are prepared to go self-employed, putting that time in to get all your preparation aligned, get everything ready, get everything set up, you're more likely to move from an employed mortgage broker role to a self-employed mortgage broker role. So just to recap, going from employed to self-employed as a mortgage broker, it's important to be prepared. We've looked at income, we've looked at clients, and we've looked at timing. There are obviously loads more things to discuss on this topic. However, I just wanted to get these three areas out there because this is something, those three things are the main three reasons why brokers don't go self-employed. So I just wanted to put it out there on the podcast and just explain that you do have choices with that. 
and it's never going to be perfect. However, it's all about preparation. Going from the security of employed to the insecurity of self-employed can be daunting. I get that. However, once you've made that decision, there is no going back. Well, there is, but there's very few brokers that I know that I've seen that have gone back from and go back from going employed to self-employed, going back to employed. That's quite a rare case. There's very few brokers that actually do that. And the question is, should they have gone self-employed in the first place? Who knows? It's their life, it's their position, it's their situation and their decisions. And the thing is, you can go back. And in the words of the infamous Martin Ann, what's the worst that can happen? You give it a go, it doesn't work. You go back to being employed. As I said before, very few people do because once they've built up a steady income stream and they've got income coming in, they've built up a pipeline, they've built up a bank of clients and they've got the freedom to do what they want to do when they want to do it, it very rarely happens. The drive, the motivation, the persistence was always there in the first place. You're now just adapting it in the self-employed world rather than the employed one. For me, If self-employment, self-employed as a mortgage broker is something that you want, get prepared and go for it. If you have any further questions or want to know more, then please get in touch.